Welcome to issue 41 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I am one of your hosts, Mike, and joining me tonight is Steve. How you doing, Steve? I'm good. How are you, Mike? I'm good. I'm good. And also joining us tonight is Daniel. Hi. Hi, Daniel. How's it going? Oh, what a night. How is everybody? I think we're all great. This is oh, great. Thanks. This is going to be a fun, uh, fun issue. Yeah, what I'm on earth is happening? What's happening this time? Oh, I think we're tonight we're looking at... This is a double issue. This is a double, it is a special mini double issue. A special mini double issue we're looking at. Weapon Master and experimental weapons. But first, we have an intelligentsia section. We have a question from Meek from the Discord, and his question was, I would like to continue Mr. L's idea and ask, who is your favorite ally for the villain to beat up on in each aspect? Now, I like a guy who likes to ask, who knows how to ask a good question. So a couple of issues ago, we, we talked about Mr. L's question. You want to remind everyone what that was, Steve? Uh, he had asked us a similar question, our favorite event cards in each of the aspects. Right. And we took that question in a different way than maybe he intended it, I think. We took it in the right way. We took it in the right way for villains. Like, So we looked at it as like the weakest or, you know, we don't mind seeing the hero <laughs> play this lame event, right? Yeah. Yep. So how did you guys go about answering this one? Same, same, same kind of idea? Come on, man. Who are we? I probably realized we're the villains, and I got on board. So we're good. Yeah, yeah. Good. I mean, me too. I, I I thought about it though. For me, it was like sort of like who are the allies that I never play? Like um, I'll never build them in my deck, or I will. Like if they're in the deck, I they're just only ever money. Oh, so we're gonna take a different angle then. So I'm kind of taking a little angle, and I I just assume that the reason I feel that way about them is that because I'm a brilliant player and I know this game so well that they're just the weakest allies and I would like to see them out. Oh, well, this is good. Yeah. This so is good. I that's went how another, I took this question. Different, different answers for this. We, we probably will. Good. Okay. So let's do the same thing. We'll go by, by class. Yep. Yep. And we'll do round table. There could be some controversy tonight. I like this. Okay. Let's start with aggression. Mm. And I guess, uh, well, Daniel, you've already explained yourself. So you're going to go first. No, I don't want to go first. You don't want to go first. You want to go last. I want to go, go last. Yeah. Okay. Steve. Okay. What did you pick for aggression? So for aggression, as a villain, I want to see the heroes bring Sentry to the table. Robert Reynolds. So let me read him real quick. He's a four-cost ally, two thwart, three attack, five health, Avenger traded. This is it right here. Force response. After Sentry enters play under your control, deal yourself one encounter card. So I want to see the heroes put this ally out. The villain gets to put a play a card as well. So it's one for one. That's solid. That is solid. Uh, I, I took it literally, which ally do you want to beat up? So I went with... The... Oh, I love it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that's the way it was worded. Yeah. It yeah. Was. Well, you, you, you definitely took it in that, that way. Yeah. So I, I said, okay, what's the ally that I literally want to beat up? The one, the ally who never wants to be beaten up. And I think that answer for aggression is Tigra, because Tigra stand, tends to stick around a lot. So I like getting yeah. that free hit on her. And then she's off the table until they reshuffle their deck. 
Oh, that's really interesting. Well, so there's not going to be a controversy this time because I also chose Sentry. Ooh, 203. Yeah. Great, great mind. He's a solid pick. He's good. I just the thing about him though is like I think I I think I like him and I think like he's probably fun to beat up on because he's super, super strong. But like, I don't know, that encounter card. Like, you know, just the last issue we were talking about mutagen formula. That's just another bad thing that's gonna happen. And I don't know if uh, the sentry can kind of keep you keep you ahead of that, but boy does he do serious work. So I might regret this one. I, I'm glad you started with aggression because, like, this was the one I was least sure of. This is, yeah, I like, you know me, I like the mind games. I like the, the what-if potential and the unknowns of the encounter deck. So I love the idea of someone humming and hawing, playing down sentry, and then flipping, like, Ronin or something. Those, those are the things that uh, make me chuckle at night. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, let's, let's move on to Justice. Now, this one, I'll go first. This is my, the one that I had the hardest time with. And I think in the end, I decided to go with Daredevil because mm. I don't want him thwarting. I don't want him thwarting and doing two things at once. So I like beating the snot out of him before he gets a chance to do that. And he costs the, the hero four resources to put out. So I think that's a great, great time. Great time had by all. <laughs> Who wants to go next? I, I will. I choose Quake. And, and I know a lot of people like Quake. And that's part of the reason like I would like you know, the villain to beat up on this ally. But I also don't think, like, her ability is that great. Like, I think she's kind of a weak a weak ally. The only, you know, only two health. I know as a player, I hardly ever trigger her response. I'm in so. agreement. Oh, my pick was also Quake. Okay. Wow. That's two for two, Steve. We have, like, a hive mind. Oh, my. All right. You see, unfortunately for you guys, we operate under the Electoral College, and my <laughs> province counts for three and yours count for one each. So no, that's that's sorry. tough to share. Yeah, sorry. Let me tell you why. Say why, Steve. Yeah, yeah, why? Yeah. So her ability, I think, is kind of a trap. So as a villain, I like to see the heroes fall into a trap. Her ability is response after a minion schemes, exhaust quake, deal two damage to that minion. The only time a minion is going to scheme is if you're in alter ego mode, which means the villain is also scheming. Every other minion out there is scheming. And that means threat is being put on the, the main scheme. The villain is advancing his agenda. Yep. And maybe you're doing two damage. Maybe you're killing the minion. Maybe you're not. Right? And she only has two health. So you can only use her once to thwart for one or attack for two. And then, right. then she just sits there the whole game while you wait for that perfect moment. And that moment never comes. That moment never comes. And ter- it turns out she's a $2 blocker. Yeah, every time I've ever played, like I probably why she's played. Or, or not. Yeah, or or she right. doesn't even block. She sits there because you're somebody's waiting to use right. her thing, so they don't even block with her. And, and that two damage is not going to be like. I mean, I guess it can kill a few like really lame minions, but it's not. Right. I mean, she's just sort of like a a band aid on a bigger wound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That two damage is like, hey, sorry, you just got schemed on by everybody, but here's um, here's two damage. And it doesn't interrupt the scheme. It's a response after the scheme. Yeah, yeah. So it still goes. Oh, yeah. She's. I also don't like this version of Quake because I think she should be inhuman, and she's not. So Mm. beating her up Uh, is smart. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, I guess she's appropriately costed. So that's nice. But yeah, I just don't. She doesn't do it for me. Yep. So I, I, as a villain, don't mind seeing her out because 
Steve, I didn't even think about what you had said, but that's absolutely right. Like it's a it's a trap card. Yeah. It's similar similar to foil that you had picked previously. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, where are we headed next? Okay, we are going to leadership. Mm. Uh, I, I can go first on this one. All right. All right, you take it. I can't stand Wonder Man. Oh, he was my runner up. Yeah. Tell yeah. us why. Tell us why. Well, as a villain, I love to see the heroes pitching resources. And I get his attack is huge and all that stuff. And like he's he's brawny. But also, you know what? There's just something about the name Wonder Man that I want to punch in the face. <laughs> so this is this is the one where I really like I went with like the spirit of the question, I think. Like someone named Wonder Man should be punched in the face. <laughs> Yeah. So nice. let me tell you mine. I picked Wonder Man. Oh my God, Steve, this is crazy. Three for three. All right. Uh, and I had the same idea. Like you got to pay two to put him out. Then you're discarding cards out of your hand every time to make him attack. So you're wasting three more cards. So that's five cards plus yeah, him. A, that's six cards. He's a $5 I, hero. Or ally. Yep, yeah. yep. Let the heroes waste their cards in their hand to use Wonder Man. Who cares? Wow. Okay. That's that was good. That was good. Uh, in the end, I I stuck with the the train I thought I was going with, and I picked Goliath. <laughs> okay. Just, okay. Why? Because if you're beating on Goliath, what is he not doing? Hitting for five. He's not activating his action. <laughs> so you know those extra sneak attacks, like I don't know, one of the six seven cards that activate Green Goblin unexpectedly and. In a mutagen formula, one of those goes off. You need a quick blocker. Hey, guess what? If it's Goliath, <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. So my runner up for this was Hawkeye, uh, just for Kennedy Hawk. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, I thought we wow. were talking about allies worth their snot. Yeah. Oh. Um, my runner up on this one. And it was it was actually close. Like Wonder Man, I think only got the nod because I hate the idea of someone named Wonder Man. Um, was Vision? Oh yeah. Like he's another one I think like just costs a lot for what he does. Yeah, the the investment is pretty good. Yeah. So as a villain, seeing someone someone like kind of bank their hand on Vision, I'm okay with that. That's a lot of stuff they're not doing to get him working. So yeah. Okay. That. Brings us to the final class, protection. Mm, I bet Steve okay. and I have the same one again. And you can probably guess who I picked. I'm guessing you picked Luke Cage. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I, I picked the the one ally that I would rather punch than have them sit on the table doing their thing. Black Widow. Black Widow. Oh yes, of course. Okay. Right. Again, awesome. And the, the great thing about those allies that just stick around is that they're always around. The other allies come and go. So if you hit the the hero at just the wrong moment, then they're forced to do something with them. Yeah. All right, Steve, let's count to three and say ours. You ready? Sure. One, two, three, Nova. Yeah. Oh. oh, we lost it. Different. Okay. All right. Go ahead. You start. Uh, this was hard for me. Me too. Cleo's my runner up. So there's not a lot to choose from, surprisingly, in protection. That's true. That's true. Um, I kind of I went with Clea because she doesn't do much, right? A one, one, two. And then when she blocks, she gets shuffled back into the player's deck. And so instead of drawing some other really good card, you're going to end up drawing Clea. She's just going to clog your deck up. She's going to kind of slow down everything else that you're doing. So that was my thought there. Yeah, they might have an ally that they can play a block with, but there's, you know, overkill and things like that out there. So mm -hmm. I thought, 
you know, if she's in the deck, you're not thinning that deck and thinning your deck can be important. She's just back in there preventing you from doing what you really want to be doing. I have a rules question. Mm -hmm. That interrupt, that still has to be player triggered, right? It is not forced. It's not forced. So you didn't to... I didn't even notice that before, but you're right. Now, Cleo is my runner-up. She's my runner-up because uh, in a game against Doctor Strange, you get to punch her again and again and again and again <laughs> and again. <laughs> um, Sorry, Daniel. Yeah, no, I, I like... Uh, as a player, I kind of like Clea because it's, it's $2 as basically protection from one attack over and over, right? And she's still money if you want to use her that way, right? So I, I chose Nova for kind of the same reason I chose Quake. Yes, you're, I mean, enemies are going to attack you more often than not, but I don't know. I just, I don't think I've ever used that interrupt. It's kind of costly for only two damage. It's, it's, and the decks that love their lightning bolts, right? I also don't build many protection decks that re have a lot of lightning bolts in them, to be honest. So I don't know. He seems in the wrong place and he. Oh, Nova's a lightning bolt. Oh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and and that interrupt for four dollars, unacceptable. Quakes at least cheap, right? I'm really going to diverge from you on this one. We really split on protection because I think no Nova in a protection Iron Man deck that has focused on the energy resource, Nova can really pull his weight because the enemy is initiating an attack against you. This is the opposite of the other cards we were talking about. Uh, you can kill that minion before. It deals mm -hmm. you damage. You know, I'm not sure I ever read it that closely. All yeah, right. so the yeah. enemy initiates the attack. You drop a resource. Yeah, it's out of your hand, so that's great for the next turn, but you do two damage. It's kind of doing what protection wants to do. Preemptive strikes, energy barriers. Nova hits prior, so you're you're pinging, um, what's the, the new armor? Electrostatic armor. All those little effects that are going to do stuff. So Awesome, okay. Oh, he does need to die if you are playing the, if you are the villain. You got to get rid of Nova, I think. So... Beating him up is a positive thing for the villain because I think he can be a pretty good card in a in the right protection deck. You have totally sold me and taught me many things tonight, sir. I still think but it's the cost. The cost I, you have to play. Well, I mean, if there. that four dollars can stick on the like for the whole game, and he just sort of like does two damage every other round or something to somebody. Yeah, and it's not limited to once a round. It's not limited to exhausting Nova. It's you know so he can. He can attack. Yeah, he can, right. yeah, so he can still defend another attack. So I don't, I don't like him as the villain. I don't want to see him coming down the pike. That's interesting. Okay, yeah, I, I, I guess I was viewing him from a different lens, an incorrect right. lens, even. So thank you. Yeah. Well, that was good. Um, we got some good discussion out of that. One what about more? basic? Basic. Yeah, let's do basic. Okay, I didn't really have one for basic though. Well, okay, I kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, my hot take, Nick Fury. Just you. You want to beat him up? I want to beat up the. the yeah, but you get to beat him up every time he shows up. He always dies as a blocker. Pretty much, pretty much. But I mean, look at the rest. So why would you love that? Well, I, I'm not going to punch Lockjaw because he'll just come back right away, and he's a cute dog. Heimdall, I don't know. We we don't have enough to really. I don't. There isn't really a, a good one, so I'm just going to go with the one that whose face right. I want to punch. Are you Daniel? Well, I chose Lockjaw because I don't care for dogs. You're back on. I picked him too. Oh, what? <laughs> he, if you kill him, he comes right back. He's the worst. He's the worst. 
All you do is you, mm-hmm. you spend them and put them in a discard pile, and then you've got a crutch. Those heroes have this crutch. Oh, I can play them from the discard pile. I, I can't protect myself, so i got to call on this dog. Yeah, he's garbage. Terrible. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's the same reason. Uh, like, I'll never play Duke in Arkham. I don't even remember the guy who he comes with. Ash can Pete. Yeah, Ash can Pete. Like, I just, I just don't like dogs, guys. I'm sorry, dude. So, dude. I know it's, it's my one super villainous trait. I think I'm not a dog lover. They scare me. Real dog? He's an inhuman dog. Of course, he's inhuman. He's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, Steve, that was good. We were, what, four out of five? Yeah. We first on protection a little bit. That's okay. Weird. All right. Who, all right, all right, let's just throw this out there. The worst hero ally. What do you think? Ooh. Uh, Boy. We're talking the worst? Like the one well, you never played? According no, to this question. According to this question, like the one you want to beat up? Uh, I want to beat up Carol Danvers. Interesting. You don't want she her is, on the table. She is really good. <laughs> you don't want her on the table, right? So in terms of who do you want to punch that one? Uh. In the in regards of, I'm going to diverge from the way I've been going. Go back on what Mike's been going with. The as a villain, when this ally hits the table, he has to die right away. It's Wong. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You can't let him facilitate Doctor Strange and stuff. You can't let him heal Doctor Strange. You, he's got to die. He's got to die. Got to die. Daniel. Um, I'm so I'll, I'll go from like one of the that I think is is one of the weaker allies in the game, and that is. Patsy Walker, Hellcat. Oh, yeah. Um, the Returning to your hand just means you're spending three more dollars later for her over and over. Yeah. It's, and she's just, she's no Mockingbird, you know? She's no Mockingbird, so. It's not so, is it that she's bad or is it that She-Hulk can't pay for her? Yeah, there's that too. Um, yeah, it's it's a collection of things. Yeah, like, she does the thing that She-Hulk needs, which is thwart, and, and She-Hulk can't afford her. Certainly can't afford her over and over again for that action to return her to your hand. Yeah. You know, like, what, how are you, I've never put Hellcat on the table, I don't think, as She-Hulk. No, I've played her, and I know I've triggered her, but I think it's more of a, hey, let's use this thing. Yeah, that's, that must be a great thing. It's her action, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know, yeah. Never... I, I do like that she stole Batman's cowl, though. If you, if you look at that art, I think she's wearing Batman's helmet. Batgirl. <laughs> well, I hope we did honor to this question from Meek. Um, this was fun. Yeah, I, I, like, we did. I like thinking about this. Um, yeah. And Mike, thank you for actually dealing with the question as it was asked. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good because it brought different different angles to it. Yeah. Makes for a good discussion and it's great. Yeah. I just took it in the same way as the event one. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, obviously, the split was American versus Canadian. Totally. And once once again, you did the reasonable and correct thing. <laughs> All right, moving on to <laughs> you had me monologuing segment. We are going to talk about the five weapon master cards, four by title, and the four total experimental weapon cards. Mm. Where do we find these cards, Mike? Uh, we find these in the Red Skull box. Ah, okay. And so far, I have only played them in the scenarios that they are officially for. I haven't used them as... Mm-hmm. as modular sets yet right so there might be some questions out there uh obviously weapon master is just a modular set that you know can be played wherever but there was a lot of questions about the experimental weapons it's four cards in the campaign it has a very specific role and you have to use it in a very specific way if you're playing campaign correct but 
the developers did say that it is a modular set. So if you want to put it in Claw or Green Goblin or the you know any other non-campaign villain, you can put it in there and you can use it. Now it's only four cards. So in this case, I think when we're going to do this double double review, this gang up, we'll see that the Weapon Master set and experimental weapons work really well together. Right. And seriously, why not throw at least the experimental weapons in any game? Like as a second modular set, just chuck it in. Yeah. Four it's is gonna, not going to dilute things. Yeah, it's not going to dilute things, and it's going to make the game significantly more challenging. So, as as we'll see, yeah. mix it up a bit. Yeah. yeah, mix it up. Yeah. All right. Well, so we're starting with we're starting with the weapon masters. Yes, with the weapon master. So, Daniel, why don't you start us off with combat knife? Well, I will tell you a little bit about this combat knife. It is an attachment. It is weapon traded, and you attach it to the villain. That gives the uh, villain one plus one attack with a little special. The attached villain's attack gains piercing. And as a hero action, you can spend a brain and a fist to discard it. And it has one boost. So piercing again, let's let's remind our listeners that piercing gets rid of tough and then does the damage. So not Doctor Strange's best friend. (laughs) No. True. This is how you kill that jerk. Yeah, with a really big (laughs) knife. (laughs) A really big knife. (laughs) He can throw magic glass at you, but you're just going to get up with a big knife. (laughs) <laughs> what do you guys think on the last episode with green goblin i talked about the the attachments that require different symbols to get rid of them mm-hmm. maybe it's just my deck construction i always find that i never i'm usually able to get rid of the double icons but i almost rarely want to get rid of the single icons because usually one of the two cards that i have to pitch is something i really really want to play sure absolutely so you're saying this guy's going to be holding on to this knife for the whole game he's playing against me yep uh the piercing it's kind of a toss-up right it affects some heroes it doesn't affect others so the plus one attack is a nice it it's required to be there it's really Mm -hmm. hard it's simple and to the point hey hey. oh nicely done steve (laughs) oh that was good yeah i think it's a good card steve that was so good you get to read the next one all right (laughs) so the next card is the hydra sidearm it is an attachment a weapon traded attached to the villain. It also provides plus one attack with a special force interrupt. When attached villain attacks, the attack gains ranged. Has the hero action, spend a mental and a physical resource, discard this card. And this one has two boost icon. Mm. So it's a little gun. It gains ranged, which means it ignores the retaliate keyword. Take that, Black Panther and Captain America. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Aside from a couple... The ally U.S. agent has retaliate. Right. There is There are some attachments uh, for heroes that give them retaliate, right? Only a couple, I think. Right, but they, they're out there, right? Yeah. yeah it, the energy barrier is not considered a retaliate. And neither is the um, electrostatic armor, even though it kind of does the same thing. So I, I think this is... I mean, this is fairly weak because not right. a lot of heroes have retaliate it's it's future proofing probably yep it's right. got two boost icons plus one attack and that plus one attack like you said it's got maybe you don't have anyone with retaliate so you just leave it there for a long time so over time it adds up get a knife and a sidearm and play that's yeah, great yeah yeah i mean all all these attachments like suddenly your your two attack villain is hitting for five and then getting boost cards like yeah these are great they've they've ramped up the villain's 
power significantly. So yeah, and I think it's like they could be stronger, but I like that they're just weak enough that it makes you think, right? Because if if a card is a must cancel, it almost right. defeats the purpose of the card. Great point. Yep. Yeah. Okay, moving on to the treacheries. First, we have Weapon Master. It's a nice picture of crossbones on the on that card. When revealed, if you're in alter ego form, the villain schemes. And if they have a weapon attachment, hey, that's that's in this set. This card gains surge. <laughs> if you're in hero form, the villain attacks you. And if they have a weapon attachment, this card gains surge. And it has a single boost icon. A couple of these. And there's plenty of other ways to get weapons onto villains, aside from just a combat knife and a sidearm. So. Yep. I think, well, at least half the sets have them innately. Yeah. Other than that, pretty standard card. The surge is nice. It's an extra activation. You have um, ball and chain. Right for wrecking crew, combat knife, concussion blasters from the out of under attack, crossbones, machine gun, uh, energy shield. I mean, there's a there's a bunch of there's weapons. a bunch of weapons. Pumpkin bombs are weapons. Pumpkin bombs are weapons, right? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Okay, so Red Skulls, Luger. Yeah, there's quite a bit of weapons out there. Um, there's not a huge amount, but there's enough to where this card put in with any other villain might add a couple weapons along with the two that are already in this set. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys mind if I tell you about the last treachery in this set? Please do. It is the Concussion Grenade treachery. When revealed, uh, Alter Ego, you are confused. Place one threat on the main scheme, two threat instead if you were already confused. And if you're a hero, you are stunned. Deal one damage to your hero, two if you were already stunned. And it's got a single boost. I really like the Alter Ego part because it adds threat and removes your ability to thwart it. Like, the, the hero form is good, too, but it doesn't synergize quite as well. Right. Yeah, yeah, the alter ego is like a one-two punch. Yeah. Yeah. And it's what I think of when I think of concussion grenades. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys feel as a as a player you would rather be stunned than confused? That's a tough one. I think in most of the cases, yes. And I know it depends on, like, a bunch of things. But in general, I think coming back from being confused is trickier than coming back from being stunned. Yeah, I think in the end it comes back to your card composition. If all of your cards are, say, attack, and you're banking on your hero to thwart, then you don't want to be confused. You do not want to be confused. And I feel like that is a, a kind of a typical build. I don't know, but like I just feel like confused, being confused is more costly. I think unless you're running Justice, I would think there's probably more attack than thwart cards in your deck, just right? in general. Yep. Um, so it's easier to clear the stun. Also, if you're stunned, that doesn't mean you're losing. Like, you can still defend. It just means it's going to slow you down. Whereas if you're confused, you could lose. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I always you always have a bunch of attack cards in your hand, so you do your little basic attack, clear the stun, and you can then play those cards out. Or I don't know. It's just something about being confused really bothers me. All right. Well, let's move on to the experimental weapons. Do we want to grade the modular set on its own? I think you want to grade the modular set. Well, I'm just saying, it's a thing we've done in the past, Mike. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay, but only if you tell me you love Lockjaw. (laughs) Okay, so I guess we'll just move on. (laughs) No, you know what? I like the set, but would only give it a C. I was going to say a B. Yeah, because it's really only as good as the stuff that you kind of put it with, right? It it sort of adds a little bit to other things. It's I I don't know that I would ever put this in something as the only modular set. I would have given it an A if all the boosts said attached to the villain. Mm, yeah, that's true. Yep. That would be good. 
But like, I would put this in as a second modular set. I would never leave it alone. I don't think. It's kind of vanilla. It's got yeah, it's very vanilla. Some weapons, a little treachery. Oh, I, I mean, weapons master card on its own is good because the villain is going to activate regardless of if you have a weapon or not, right? The villain's going to scheme right. or the villain's going to attack. And then that weapon just gives it a little bit better. Okay. Also, when I there's a, there's a certain disconnect. When I hear weapon master, right? I'm thinking all sorts of cool guns and like shuriken and I don't know, whatever. Like cool weapons. This is a knife and a handgun. Yeah. And that's that's all you get in a thing called Weapon Master. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, it, it is. I mean, we get the knife, we get the handgun, and then the art on Weapon Master. He has a knife and a handgun. And a handgun. Yeah. We get a concussion grenade too. Oh yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah. Yep. So, Which is also in Weapon Master. Those I mean, the art's are all on point. That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, oh, that's it. All right. Right. You're yeah. like uh, a shotgun axe. All right. <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of like a ninja who can like use a thousand different things. Right. Like uh, Taskmaster, he's loaded the bear, right? So I'm a weapon master. I can use a knife. <laughs> well, well, that's okay. All right. So we, we've discussed that it's a little bit vanilla. So Steve, why don't we add a little evil chocolate chunk to this vanilla ice cream? Yeah. <laughs> Start us off with our experimental <laughs> weapons. Hot fucking whipped cream on the top here. Uh, so oh, we're going to start with laser rifle now that's a weapon yeah okay so it's an attachment it has the experimental and the weapon trait it's a laser attached to the villain it offers plus one attack with the forced interrupt when attached villain attacks the attack gains ranged hero actions spend an energy and a physical resource discard this card two boost icons it's not much different it's just as lame as the other gun it's got an extra boost that's the difference Yeah. And it's experimental. <laughs> yeah. It's different resources to clear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Energy physical instead of mental physical. Um, but it's another weapon. It's another thing you can attack. Yeah. It, I kind of wish it had, like, ranged and piercing, right? Like, it's a it's a big laser yeah. rifle here. Or, or plus two attack, even. I, I don't know. Yeah. All right, Mike. Tell us about the next one. This is the energy shield. It's also an experimental weapon attached to the villain. Attached villain gains retaliate one. Mm. The hero action, you can spend an energy and a mental resource to discard this card. It has two boost icons and the quote, you're never going to convince Cap that an energy shield is as good as his old frisbee. So there you have it. Gains retaliate one. I I mean, I like it better than the laser rifle. Yep. Yep. I think it's destined to deal more damage. Yeah, this is one where you like a leadership player or somebody's reliant on allies is going to want to get rid of because retaliate really hurts allies. Yep. Yeah. No solid weapon. I like it. Again, what makes it experimental? Like just the it's art made of energy. It's all wavy and stuff. I don't know. Maybe it blows up every once in a while. I guess I want these experimental things to be like a bigger, a flashier effect for the villain, but also maybe a kind of a downside to them. Like, what if these things were so, like, crazy that they did, like, retaliate three, but all you had to do to get rid of it was just, like, exhaust your hero or spend a card or so? You know what I mean? Like, oh, like, retaliate three, hero action, do this thing to get rid of it, deal two damage to the villain because it blows up. Or something, yeah, something like that. Like, oh, my. I don't know, but, like, make it experimental. Make it, like, retaliate one is just, just retaliate one. Okay, there's something for the fan base. 
Make your own. Uh, make your own experimental weapons. Make your own experimental, super experimental weapons deck, and let us know. Okay, Daniel, why don't you tell us about the next one? You mean power gauntlets, Mike? Power gauntlets. And there's another experimental weapon attached to the villain. It has plus zero attack with a what? forced response. Yeah, yep, sorry. Must be after magic. The, after the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's zero kilo hits. Force response. After the attached villain attacks and damages you, discard a card from your hand. Hero actions spend a brain and a fist to discard it, and it has two boost. Okay, now we're talking. Remind us who you is. You is the identity, right? Yep. Okay. Yes. Yep. So your you allies is- can jump in the way for you. I like it. There's enough people that, that uh, mitigate or, or that deal with the enemy attacks just by soaking it. Yeah, it, this is, feels more experimental too, right? It's good. Yep. They hit you, they're going to suck out a card from your hand. I, uh, the player gets to choose what card that is, but still, smaller hand size is always good for the villain. Yep, I like this one. I pulled this in my campaign, but I was running a protection, defend all day Spider Woman deck, so it never actually affected. Right. If you're able to prevent any of the mm. damage simply by using your defense or some other things, it'll never, never. It trigger. does nothing. And it, it never did anything. I never got rid of it. So I got dinged by every if the villain has a weapon card that came out. Oh, okay. It was good. It was good. Huh. Okay. All right. So, Steve. Our fourth and final experimental weapon is the exosuit attached to the villain. Uh, it's a plus one scheme, a plus one attack with the hero action spend one of each resource to discard this card and it has two boost icons. So that's cool. It's a boost on the scheme and the attack and three resources to get rid of. I think this one's a little harder to remove than the other ones. Yeah, and I think of all of them, this is the one to remove. Yeah, there's something about giving the villain a scheme boost I just hate. (laughs) (laughs) As the player, as a hero, because flipping over and wanting to heal up and then they get to put out more threat towards victory. You know, that's, yep. How distasteful, right? (laughs) Um, All right, so those are the sets. Let's let's rank it. Yeah. Now, there's two ways to grade this one. One, I think, is um, if you think of it as how it fits in the campaign, and sort of like that it these cards kind of linger throughout the campaign as added cards. That's one. That's one particular way to grade it. The other is as a modular set on its own. And I'm going to give it a D on its own because I'm disappointed thematically by this set. Okay. Okay. What about in the campaign in the campaign it's just it's fine it's a nice it's kind of a nice um narrative element to how the whole thing starts and i don't know how much we should say here and spoil or anything but like yeah i mean it's it's kind of a nice i don't know like prompt to the heroic journey kind of thing and and i like that you know they kind of stay there throughout the campaign and i I agree But, but if you're just like throwing these into this could never be the modular set that you no, put into. No, like, I think what these are all missing on every single one of these cards is surge. Yes. Yeah, I think that would be a great fix. Yeah. should be able to put on his energy shield glove thing there and then do something right. Like yeah. the entire turn is just spent, to, you know, attaching this weapon. Um, I think they all had surge. That'd be great. Mm, yes, absolutely. Yeah, this just doesn't do anything uh, unusual for an experimental deck of cards. Now, does your rating change if you play them both together, both these sets? 
do you think they they help each other and enough to boost them up one point i would absolutely in in as much as i would even say you should play them together like w- would you guys say that together they make a modular set worth putting in yes yes okay i think it's one of the weaker ones but yes okay it's nine cards so it's not much larger than any other like um god of gimmicks is eight cards standard is seven right like it's not Mm-hmm. a ton of cards so it's a little thicker maybe than say uh, a mess of things which is only like six cards or something. right but they play on each other and they build on each other you, you keep attaching weapons keep attaching weapons yeah weapon master yeah. might trigger um i guess the one thing we haven't done is like i haven't played this outside campaign which means i have never seen all four experimental weapons in the same deck mm. so there's that to consider what happens when all four are attached right <laughs> <laughs> I could, that could be someone's bad day, I suppose. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, do you regret now not removing them when you had the chance? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Now you know what it feels like. Yeah. All right, Steve, you have a question for us. Yeah, I wanted to find out uh, what is your favorite heroic weapon in the game, or maybe what's your favorite heroic weapon that you could smash up in the game? You know, th- this mm-hmm. is a weapon master here, so what about hero weapons? What do you guys think? Oh my! Wow! You know, I'm I'm running through the Rolodex of of decks that I play, and none of them have a weapon in them. Oh! Wow! Do I really not? Do you want me to remind you what they are? Please. Sure. Please. Okay. Black Panther has the energy daggers. Okay. Hawkeye has his bow. Thor has Mjolnir. Black Panther also has his panther claws. And there's mm. Yarnbjorn in the aggression class. Those so, are the only hero weapons in the game. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. There's not a lot, right? You would think aggression would have some heroic weapons to put out, but not really. I think yeah. Yarnborn's gotta gotta go. It's gotta get messed up. Yeah, I guess heroes just gotta use their fists, eh? Well, my my favorite hero weapon is is Mjolnir. I mean, as the Norwegian American that I am, I have to honor my heritage. So that's my favorite. I like Hawkeye's bow, and I also would like to destroy Hawkeye's bow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it makes Hawkeye a three, just like Thor is with Mjolnir, and then it also gets to shoot all those fun arrows. It, it's pick. worth it's worth breaking over your knee for sure. Yeah, just cut the string. Man. Oh, sounds so good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, would you like to contact us, folks? Perhaps you have some stolen uh, Stark tech that you're looking to unload. Well, please email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook. And on Discord, we are Wandering Took, Vardane, and Big Foam Loaf. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Mike, take us out. Oh, I should never have shared my tech with S.H.I.E.L.D.